1: Welcome Uh to the show. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's Tuesday. Showtime. Tuesday. I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. It's
2: Tuesday, (laughs) Whippy. Now, from the Bob and Cherry Studios on this Tuesday, it's Bob and Cherry. Oh, happy two days before Thanksgiving.
0: We are in the Thanksgiving spirit here on the Bob and Cherry Show. We have an attitude of gratitude. We are looking very forward to Turkey Day. And we thought we would kick off today's show with kind of a roundup of calls from y'all about that Thanksgiving spirit. What
3: do you want to say? Hi, Bob and Cherry.
4: Can say oh. hi? Hi we were listening to the podcast and um you guys were advertising for to call the show and my daughter asked me why we never called the show and i said well i don't know so we thought we'd give them, you guys a call and say hi right yes do you have anything you want to say
3: sometimes i like listening to it and i like Rip Van Winkle. what about you <laughs> i like to little the teen rabbit that you cast it out all right, thanks so much. It's us again. Um,
4: apparently, the children had more things they wanted to say. So what do you want to say?
3: Uh, I have, I found a frog, and, and, and I do tap dance really well. Oh. I wish I could, I wish I could show you guys. I wish I could see it. I do ballet, it. and I really yes. like art. Is art. that all? Yeah. Oh, and fingers <laughs> and, and that. <laughs> you, you like eating bangers and mash. <laughs> I, I like ice cream and I do like reading cool books and and we do like Star Wars <laughs> not she's, she's just like hating up Star Wars uh, just a little. you like it a little I like it a little and that's okay you can say happy thanksgiving Happy Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, Hope you have a good so day. Sorry. How's your day? <laughs> <laughs> I, bet, I bet they would say it's a good day if you ask them. It's a good day. Or if they could talk back. That was good. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll let you go. But one more question. Okay. Mm. What is that? We, we do, I do like, I have a cool st- I do have cool. Star Wars book, lots of books that are mine, and I have some, and I have a a skeleton book about about dinosaurs. Wow. Did you have a question? Oh, I love
0: this kid so
3: much. I wish you have a good day. Bye. You can say bye. 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 Thank you. (laughs) Those kids are Sherry has a
0: Miss Sherry has a skeleton book, too. I have a couple skeleton books, actually, but you're not old enough to talk about those because they're scary. You guys, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah. they were talking about, um, every once in a while on the podcast we'll do a bedtime story. We've done a handful of them, and they liked Rip Van Winkle and the Velveteen Rabbit. Remind me, Max, and maybe we'll do a Christmas story. Yeah. Um, for the, that was, for the that was so cute.
5: Oddcast. That was so cute, but Me being me, the main thing I took away was when the first kid said, Sometimes I like to listen.
0: <laughs> Not always.
5: Not always.
2: Not sometimes every day. I like to We'll take that. We'll take that. Oh, they Yeah, we'll so take cute. it. All right, we've got another talk yeah. back.
4: Hello and happy Thanksgiving. This is Angela from Kentucky. Um I've been listening to the podcast all week as usual. I've been a listener for like 23 years and I just love you guys so much. You're the best. But today I want to commend Max. There's so much that I love about Max. But this week, I realized one of the things I love most about him, and that is his tireless defense of gravy. (laughs) Yes. You could not be more correct, Max. There is nothing better than a good gravy. Now, don't go bringing that jarred crap up in here, but (laughs) really good homemade gravy cannot be beat. My granny made the best gravy, and I think I get mine pretty darn close to her. And like Sherry, I'm also a huge devotee to mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes are the showstopper. But at Thanksgiving, the mashed potatoes are merely a gravy delivery vessel. So I just want to tell you, Max, keep on keeping on with your defense of gravy. You could not be more right. A good gravy cannot be beat. And thank you for pointing that out, not just this year, but for a lot of years. You always come to Gravy's Defense, and both Gravy and I appreciate it. So I hope you all have an absolutely wonderful, happy Thanksgiving, and enjoy some time off. Please take care and know that you, are, you all are one of the things I am most grateful for. Happy Thanksgiving! Aww. That's
5: so nice. You need a T-shirt that says "I defend gravy." You need you need that. This is going to be in your eulogy.
2: In life, you have to take a stand on something, and
5: this is yeah, yeah, Yeah. stand. That's yours. Do you see
0: the
2: trouble you
0: cause us, Bob? Everyone here except for you is Team Gravy. You make one snarky remark about gravy, and now Max is forced to go into battle on behalf of gravy just because we're all painted with the same
5: brush. I, I have been married three times <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hang on because we have some more We have some more Thanksgiving fun for you straight ahead We got morons in the news Al Petrelli from Trans-Siberian Orchestra Is scheduled to pop on by Comedian Michael Yo And what exactly is in that weird bag Inside the turkey And what
6: should you do with it It's Bob and Sherry It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show The Oddcast, Oddcast On the free Bob and Sherry app Oh, we are
5: having so much fun here, and we are listening to our fantastic listeners and their thoughts about Thanksgiving. Let's go to it right now. Max?
7: Hey, guys. I'm calling about the November 15th show. Toward the end of the show, you guys are talking about how Max's mom made Thanksgiving dinner and invited the neighbor over. She homemade apple pie that year, but store-bought a pumpkin pie. When it was dessert time, she asked the neighbor what pie he wanted, and he asked if the pumpkin pie was store-bought. And everybody on the show was appalled at this question. And I could not believe that. I could not believe that no one thought that that was an okay question, especially Lamar. Like, I was raised, grew up in southeastern Kentucky. I lived in North Carolina for about 12 years. Um, Everywhere I've ever lived, I feel like that this would have been totally acceptable. And here's why. If neighbor had have said that he wanted... The store-bought, then yeah, he never gets invited back. Totally, you're out. But, if he's saying it because he wants the homemade, I think it's a total compliment. If mama had a said, no, they're both store-bought this year, then neighbor's correct response would have been, well, I'll go ahead and take that pumpkin pie, but I just wanted to make sure that if you made something, I was going to eat it because dinner has been fabulous. I think it's such a compliment to ask if it's homemade. Um, But anyway, I just couldn't. The more I drove, I couldn't get over it because I was like, I think that's a total fine question. And I really would have thought Lamar would have been on my side about this. But anyway, um, I love you guys. I laugh every day because everything you talk about is truth. And the truth is always funny. And regular life is funny. Um, So I hope all of you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And please remember to play Marnie's List on or close to Thanksgiving. We will. Love you guys. Tomorrow. I'm so um, confused. Okay, me, I,
0: I hear what she's saying. <clears throat> I hear what she's saying. Two things: Can you not look at a pie and tell that it came from a store? And mm-hmm. second, it's just I can't. I can't get it. I can't get there. I can't get to Millie. Did you make this or did you buy it? I cannot make that. <laughs> I okay. can't either. Mark, take I it away. I can't either. Take it away.
8: Okay, okay. This is very simple. I'm going to eat a piece of every dessert that is there it's only fair okay (laughs) so i'm going to do that and then what i'm going to do if i have one that really lights my fire i'm going to say oh my gosh who made this such and such it is fantastic now somebody's going to take credit for it or somebody's going to say you know what i picked that up at so and so well wherever you got it it's awesome I, I mean, you know right. I'm saying, but I've, I'm, right. once I've tasted everything, then I can say whatever I want to. But I'm not going to ask somebody, did you make this with your own hands or because you were busy, did you grab this? And really and truly, I don't know why we all act like a store-bought pie is you go to Costco and get one of them pumpkin pies. In fact, mm-hmm. I got one this weekend. They make a million and a half of those all the time. Somebody's got to know what they're doing. And it was a great pumpkin pie. I mean, it was great. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, but no,
3: mm-hmm.
8: I, I, all I ever say about food is who made this? It's fantastic. I don't ever say, you know oh what my I'm God, who do? made this? Oh, I'm not going to you
5: know do what that. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stand there with my uh, cell phone getting ready to call an ambulance for Lamar after he eats all of that sugar.
3: <laughs>
8: <laughs> it ain't no problem. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. I, I, huh? I, I, I've been practicing this all my life. It's not a problem. Okay. All right. <laughs> do we do we have another one? And we Max?
0: do. Hey, Bobby Cherry, listening to you today. Talk about what is officially needed to have your Thanksgiving be your Thanksgiving. In our house, my mother's from Connecticut. My dad's from Tennessee. They met and married in Florida, and they moved to Tennessee. And my favorite thing, and what was always on our table at Thanksgiving, is very unusual. It's called creamed white onions. Instead of a typical gravy over your dressing, this creamed white onions was my mom's dish. And I don't think I've had Thanksgiving if it hasn't been put on the table. So, I just thought I'd tell you, there are some strange things out there people like, but you really ought to look for a recipe for this. Well, this is Brendan, Tennessee. I'm uh, headed home after a 12 hour shift. Y'all have a good day. Enjoy y'all. Oh, Bye.
5: Wow, that's oh, a hardworking thank you, woman. Good heavens. Thank 12 you. hours. Wow. Cream, um, creamed
0: onions are one of those mm-mm. things that are super family specific. Like, yes. you either eat them every year or, or the name of them makes you go, what? <laughs> There's no in between, right?
5: Yeah, the, the name of them alone makes me want to call Wyatt Earp. I mean, that's just is disgusting. I can't even stand to look at it.
8: We we, had we one have one of these. Go, you go went ahead, a Lamar. Dish like this. Uh, uh, Carla's yep. mom, she was famous for cooking copper pennies. Do y'all know what this is? No. Copper pennies. No. It, no. it is carrots sliced up so they look about the size of a penny. Mm-hmm. A little thicker than a penny, but then it's mm-hmm. cooked in this vinegar. I, 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 I'm not sure. Mm. I mean, it was unedible for me. <laughs> <laughs> but every <I> <laughs> single, listen, 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 it was unedible for me. But but because I loved her so so much, I would put yeah. some on my plate and I'd move them around and I'd yeah. <laughs> hide them and whatever I And but nobody, but she cooked them every year. Nobody really ate them, but she cooked them every year. The first Thanksgiving that we had after she passed, we cooked the Copper Pennies. Oh, I actually, oh, ate, sweet. I, I, I actually ate one. It was tough, though. It was tough. And so I think well, that you, one, that's a very specific thing. Yeah. Can you need, you I need just to put say? them
5: in the creamed onions. That's the, yeah. the, that's the trick there. <laughs>
0: If Lamar can't even put it in his mouth, you know it's bad.
8: (laughs) It ain't good.
0: Because the man is polite. (laughs) Go to BobandSherry.com to nominate a teacher to win a three-night vacation for two to Margaritaville Beach Resort, Fort Myers Beach, plus round-trip airfare and vehicle rental from Visit Florida. That's B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. Morons in the news is next. It's Bob and Sherry morons in the news is sponsored by lowe's find the top products and quantities you need when you need them lowe's knows pros
3: let's do it it's
6: bob and sherry these morons off the air with morons in the news
5: okay so here's the story this took place in australia this guy was drunk And he didn't want to pay for a taxi or an Uber to get home, which was maybe three or four miles away. So he saw a parked 18-wheeler, and underneath the 18-wheeler, there were some metal racks that were suspended about a yard and a half off of the ground. So he decided to crawl on top of those racks and take the 18-wheeler to wherever he was going you know his home a couple of miles away i guess he figured the 18 wheeler would stop but here's the thing it did not stop they went from new south wales and ended up on the gold coast of australia 4 hours later that is like <laughs> going that that's like going from boston to new york city underneath a truck of a yard and a half Above the ground. And I got to tell you, Australian police don't play. When the thing finally stopped and the guy got out, the truck driver saw some orange. I guess the guy had an orange jacket on, flapping, and he pulled over. When he got out, he pulled the guy over, called the cops. The cops came. They went, you did what? They find the guy, and then they drove him to the bus stop and let him go. They just said, get out of here. They don't play in <laughs> Australia. Can you imagine being that loaded that you get under an 18-wheeler? My goodness.
8: That's unbelievable.
0: No, no. Well, I can't. What are you drinking that would make you go, <laughs> yeah, this looks like a plan. <laughs> even tequila. <laughs> even tequila's like, even tequila is like, leave me out of it, yeah. okay? Like, leave me out of this. Tequila mm-hmm. won't even take
8: it. You know, there's a lot of talk about teenagers – Now, not really wanting to work, not having any ambition, not having any drive. Well, a teenager got hired as a grocery bagger at a grocery store in Atlanta, and he stole nearly $1 million worth of goods in the space of just two weeks. The teenager was accused of pocketing $980,000 by returning non-existent items making more than 40 fake transactions in the space of two weeks. He then used the money to buy clothes, guns, and cars. The false items that he returned ranged in price from $75 to $87,000, with the money then being transferred to several credit cards. I don't know how you can return something at a grocery store for $87,000. I I mean, listen, I know ribeyes are off the chain. Ribeyes are extremely expensive, okay? but I Raspberries. Raspberries. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) maybe. Police said at the time they believed that the kid started with smaller transactions, but then he got more ambitious as he continued to get away with it. Then he decided to go real big. This employee was essentially creating fake items, taking those items, returning them to a credit card and making up prices for those items as he went. The punishment for such a crime is a prison sentence of between one to ten years. Now, that sounds Whoa. bad, but on the yeah. positive side, with good behavior, he's probably out in seven. That figures to be around $140,000 a year after taxes. That's not bad. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> you know.
9: Yeah. Man, oh, you can know, hear you.
8: That much money in two weeks. This is a hard-working kid. If he would turn that, that to is. good, no telling what. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, oh. that's right. That's right. He needs to be a hedge fund manager. That's what he needs. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow is Thanksgiving Eve, and then Thanksgiving, and then Black Friday, unless you're a plumbing company. Roto-Rooter says... Friday after Thanksgiving is Brown Friday, wow. the busiest wow. day of the year for plumbers. Roto-Rooter yeah. says they get 50% more calls on Brown Friday than they get any other day of the year. The company said the main problems are the kitchen sink, the garbage disposal. Oh, my God. Good. So if that's you have good. a house that's that good. if you have a house that already has a drain issue, here comes company. So now you've got the garbage disposal running overtime, and maybe you have folks putting things down the garbage disposal they shouldn't, right? And then you have Uncle Randy
5: who disappears I was say, into the, the bathroom. The main problem. Yeah, that's it. With it's a, Uncle Henry with, who doesn't eat vegetables. That's the main yeah. problem for Brown.
0: Un- Uncle Randy says, anybody who needs it better, because once I get in there, if you have a yes. person that has to use the bathroom by first warning everyone else about wow. it, keep Roto-Rooter yeah. on speed dial. Yeah. Happy, happy Brown Friday.
9: G-shirt. Be very
0: be very careful about what you put in the garbage disposal on thursday that is morons in the news coming up we're going to chat with al patrelli from trans-siberian orchestra Uh, lamar's got some black friday tips he bowed out on the brown friday suggestions and what's in that weird bag of crapping turkey it's bobby chair
2: true weird
0: When you think of serial killers, the most notorious ones come to mind. Ted Bundy, Jack the Ripper, Jeffrey Dahmer. But an accomplished chemist, a woman known as Baba Anushka, earned her reputation by concocting a love potion that was used to kill as many as 150 people. In the words of Belle Biv DeVoe,
6: That girl is poison.
2: True
8: weird
0: stuff new episodes drop every friday everywhere you get your podcasts
6: sign up for our newsletter we never spam you never did get bob and sherry exclusives just go to bob and sherry.com
0: All right, we have a few more Thanksgiving uh, messages to share.
9: Hey, y'all. This is Sylvia from East Tennessee. And I'm just calling to thank you for all the things you've brought to me over the years. The times you've made me think and the times you've made me cry. But mostly for the millions and millions of times you've made me laugh. I also wanted to let Lamar know that the cranberry jelly he refers to in our house, we call that the cylinder of joy, and that makes the Amen. status a little bit higher, and it always brings a smile to our faces. Tell just love like you. Do. I love Thanks, it. Thanks and have a happy Thanksgiving.
5: Have you have you all seen the uh, Ocean Spray ad that's running right now? I just saw no. it for the first time. So they bring out the cranberry sauce out of the can, and it's jiggling back and forth. And all of a sudden, everybody at the table starts jiggling back and forth, including the great-grandmother. Everybody's going crazy going back and forth. It is priceless. Be sure to look for it. <laughs> all right, we one, have one, one more. more.
7: Good morning, Let's Bob and Sherry. Max, Doc, Lamar. This message is for Sherry. Okay, Shug, it's time for the letter, Marnie's letter, Marnie's Thanksgiving <laughs> letter. We're all waiting for it. When are we are going to hear that? Let's make that happen. Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Again, this is Tony T. We'll have
0: have that for you tomorrow because Marnie's letter is a Bob and Sherry Thanksgiving tradition. And let me just remind y'all, go easy on the mashed turnips because no one likes them. But Marnie (laughs) demands that you bring them in the blue serving bowl, Karen. Okay, how many times Marnie got explained to you how this goes down on the third thursday of every november it's bob and sherry
6: instant access to the podcast podcast and fun side just download the free bob and sherry app sorry but it's just not the holidays until you snatch
0: up your tickets to go see trans siberian orchestra we'll post a link for tour dates the ghosts of christmas eve tour and joining us right now is al petrelli who is the heart and soul and brains and talent behind Trans-Siberian Orchestra. So the musical, because people who don't realize um, what you do in addition to Trans-Siberian Orchestra don't realize that Al is a legendary guitarist in the music business and has played with some of your most favorite bands, especially if you're into like metal. I mean, this is hardcore stuff, right? Any art is alive and evolved. So talk about that a little bit, where you are today with TSO versus where you were at the beginning?
1: You know, that's a really awesome question. And you just said something very important that uh, art just continues to evolve. You know, a complete art is a dead art. And, you know, this is definitely not complete and certainly not dead. I mean, 28 years ago, I recorded the opening notes to Christmas Eve, Sarajevo 1224. Uh, 96, we started recording Christmas Eve and other stories. I think ninety. Eight, we recorded the Christmas Attic. Ninety-nine, we filmed the Ghost of Christmas Eve. Ninety-nine, we did our first couple of shows, and I think it was a one twenty-four foot box truck, two buses, and a fog machine. And last year, when we rolled through towns, we had twenty-one or twenty-two tractor trailers, twelve buses, hundred people on the crew. It's you know, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier. It's like watching one of my children grow from infancy to young adulthood. It's same with TSO. You know i can't believe what it's become and i can't i'm so excited to see where it continues to grow and and what it evolves into because every year more families are coming out multi-generationally you know with their kids their grandkids sometimes great grandkids to celebrate paul o'neill's timeless work the ghost of christmas eve you know so when i recorded this all those years ago i had no idea what to expect now i've wanted to enjoy every moment look at the audience and see these you know some familiar some not so familiar faces but everybody Embracing this as part of the holiday tradition, like when I was a kid, it was uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas or Miracle on 34th Street or whatever. You know, to be part of a family's holiday tradition is the greatest gift ever. I love every second of it. When you're on that
0: stage and you strap on that guitar and you hit those first opening notes of a song that you wrote that has lived inside you, that you have played for people so many times. Is it different for you, too, every time?
1: Every time. Every single time, because, you know, it's, it's again, a great point you just brought up. Every time you hear this stuff, you hear it differently. You know, when I recorded this music 27, 28 years ago, you know, my older boys were still puppies. You know, they were bouncing around the studio, you know, just, you know, wrestling on the ground with Paul, having fun like kids do, you know. And when I was recording a song called Ornament, which was um, in the Christmas Eve and Other Stories collection, about a father pleading to the heaven for the safe return of his, you know, teenage daughter who ran away from home. I didn't really pay no enough of mine to my kids were little, but then yeah. as we've discussed earlier, you know, as my children grew up and two of them are in the armed forces, when I'm playing that song live now at 60 years old, 61 years old, I just turned, you know, I'm relating to the father in the story because my boys are on opposite sides of the planet doing something that, you know, I'm very proud of them, but I'm terrified, you know? So even though they're grown men, they're still, my little boys, and I want them home safe on Christmas. So, I've grown up with the characters of the story, and the story means something different to me every time I hear it or play it. When you
2: get every that time. big audience reaction when they recognize the song you're playing, that probably
1: never gets old. Ever, ever. Every time I hit the downbeat of the opening notes of um, 1224, and that audience, like, Erupts. It's just like, you know, it's one of the greatest feelings ever. Every time I put that lust ball around my neck and stand down, stay center before the house lights go down and say, I have been doing this my entire life. been dreaming about it my entire life. And at uh, 61 years old, I get to do it at the top of the food chain twice a day. I win. (laughs) You win. It's awesome.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm kind of goosebumps right now because this this
1: opening, Here's
0: what I can tell you. I can tell you that when I'm in the audience for TSO this Christmas, I'm going to be thinking about what you just told us, that mm. the song you wrote for little boys, and those little boys are now serving their country. Like, that's a whole, that's a game changer, I think, for the people in the audience, too, who just heard that. That's that's pretty amazing. Well, trans-siberian.com, we'll post up the links and, Al, thanks for taking a few moments to chat.
1: I really appreciate it. No, I enjoy our time together. Thank you so much. It's been a wonderful conversation. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. I really appreciate Absolutely.
0: And the next time I see you, I'll be in like row 16, waving my hands and shrieking. Thank all you all so much. You know much where to find
1: me. me. <laughs> I'll be there.
0: Al Petrelli, Trans Siberian Orchestra, Ghosts of Christmas Eve Tour. It's Bob and Sherry.
6: and Sherry website, the Oddcast, contest info, BobandSherry.com.
8: Well, Black Friday has a lot of different mysteries about it. We've changed Black Friday a lot. At one point a few years ago, we're standing in line at 2 o'clock in the morning, freezing our tails <laughs> off to get a flat yeah. top, okay? But now yeah. it has changed a lot, all right? Uh, now, yeah. just to say this, Black Friday attracts more people in one day than Disneyland does in an entire year, okay? Really? Disneyland has an average of 18.5 million visitors in a year. Right. Walmart alone said that last year they had 22 million shoppers in their stores. That's just Walmart.
5: That's that's not the happiest place on earth, though.
8: (laughs) That is true. That is true. (laughs) But now here's here's the misnomer that everybody hears. This is the busiest shopping day of the year. It is a busy shopping day, but it's not the busiest. The Saturday before Christmas is the busiest shopping day of the year. I didn't know that. And I contribute to that. I contribute to that because I don't mm-hmm. really start shopping until that morning. Um, right. Time magazine published an article a few years ago that the phrase Black Friday came about in the 1960s, a Philadelphia mm-hmm. newspaper referred to the huge rush of crowds to the stores as being a Black Friday. But the current Black Friday term became used really widely in the 1990s because it refers to the retailers reaching profitability or being in the black, black, in the black. as opposed to red. Yeah, yeah. Hey, red yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: that makes sense. Now, yeah.
8: Not all the best deals are offered on Black Friday. Most deals for electronics are offered. Those best deals are at the beginning of November. We've already missed them. The best day to save on Christmas decorations is November the 22nd. Discounts are like 23%. Mm -hmm. The best day to buy toys is the day before Thanksgiving. And many online sales discounts are better on Thanksgiving Day for like sporting goods and clothing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if you dare to wait the last few days, here we go, of the shopping season, you can get 10 to 15% cheaper than on Black Friday. Now, whether or not it's still going to be there or not, there's your problem. That's the game. Oh uh, Black Friday is still the best day for deals on TVs, tablets, appliances, and jewelry. That t- I, th- I think there's probably more TV sold on Black Friday than any other day. Um, yeah. The days from Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday capture 20% of all holiday online shopping. And that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon and Walmart, those are the two that dominate online sales. I mean, you know, Amazon is a huge deal and it's, you know, everything's, but listen, Walmart ain't just sitting around letting that go. No. I mean, they have really jumped on the online deal. They they really have. Right, Uh, Right. The number three spot goes between Best Buy and Target. Both of those are down in that spot.
5: That makes sense.
8: Now, if you're out shopping, it says the average shopper will wait two and a half hours in line for a deal.
3: That's,
8: that's a two and time. a
0: half hours? I don't think yeah. it would have to be a deal. What is a deal I mean, you could wait two and a half? Yeah. I hate waiting in line. What could you wait two a and a half hours for? A t-
8: TV for no, half price. No, 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 no. I would, I, I could make it about thirty or forty-five minutes, and then I say, "The heck with this!" And I get, I get mad, and I leave. I'm done. I'm done. I, I will, I'll refuse to watch a TV for two years if that's what I got to <laughs> do. I, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I can't may. believe I just heard that. I know. Well, I, okay, I was being dramatic. I was being <laughs> very dramatic. Very dramatic. Uh, why, did, the why wouldn't shopper, you? To,
5: why wouldn't you talk to the people in line? I mean you talk to anybody like you've known them forever. I, I long as I've known you, you
8: to, so you got all these okay. other people around, you know. No, 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 no. See here's what happens. That's great for them. See, they would love to me to be talking to them for two and a half hours because I'm entertaining these people. These people are not uh-huh. I'm not getting nothing back. I'm I'm not oh, yeah. getting anything back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, no, you're, no, right. No, you're no. right. You're no, right. You're yeah, okay. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the average shopper, the la- average shopper spent $900 on Black Friday. They're expecting this year for it to go up to a thousand, the average shopper on Black Friday. Huh. Uh, I don't think that's much, really if you think about it. Um, It depends on
5: your situation. It depends on your situation.
8: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Friday sales declined only once in recent years. It was in Uh 2008 during the Great Recession. Oh, yeah. They they only hired 263,820 seasonal workers in 2008. That's Mm -hmm. very low compared to the normal 700 and almost 800,000 workers on the rest of the time in a normal yeah. year, yeah for, for yeah. Season, yeah, for normal year. So yeah. that really, yeah, that, that yeah. was terrible. That was terrible. But those are just a few of the facts that you, and in yeah. fact, when you're standing in line for two and a half hours, you can share uh-huh. this with other people because I'm not going to be there to do it. I'm not going to be there to do it. It's new
5: material. Yeah, not doing yeah, it. There I'm you go. It. not doing it. Excellent. Okay, Whoa. thank you, Lamar. <laughs> this is Bob and Cherry.
0: Everyone Needs a Laugh is sponsored by Exergen. Accuracy matters. So make Exergen the chosen thermometer for your home and family. Here is comedian
10: Michael Yo. So I asked my dad, I said, hey, man, uh, you've been married 48 years. How'd you do it? How do you stay married that long? My dad looks at me and goes, that's simple, son. Never say the first or second thing that pops into your head. (laughs) You always say the third. I go, what's that mean? He goes, well, the first thing, you will get a divorce. The second thing, you are on the couch. But the third thing, happily ever after.
4: (laughs) I'm six years
10: in, I don't get it, to about a month ago. Me and my wife are driving to Vegas. She packs a cooler of food for our two-year-old daughter. We get to Vegas, my wife opens up the cooler and goes, oh my God, the food all mounted. I look in the cooler and notice she didn't put any ice in it. though, you know, hey baby, you, 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 didn't put any ice in a cooler. My wife looks at me and goes, you don't need to put ice in a cooler, it's a cooler, duh. Now the first thing I thought was, that's the dumbest I ever heard in my life. But I didn't say the first thing, I didn't say the second thing, I said the third thing, I said, baby, I can't believe this cooler is broken! (laughs) So, I kind of got off course. I was supposed to tell you why my parents never told me they loved me. So when I finally get well, it took me eight months, nine months to get well, right? So I went to my mom and, and dad and go, why didn't you tell me you love me? And I went to my mom first, she goes, well, I'm Korean, so I do not say what is known. I speak by action. <laughs> now look at my dad, and, he, and he's stubborn and black, and he goes, well, if your mama ain't saying it, I ain't saying it either. I kids, man. I got kids. I tell them I love them every single day. Multiple times a day. That's right. Because I don't want my kids to have that same story about me. But, but, my parents are now grandparents. And they're both over 70. You think they changed it for my kids? No. No. I'm talking to my son the other day. He's five. Remember, he's only five. I'm like, hey, buddy, you're the best. You are the best. My mom walks by and goes, uh, you know he the best. (laughs) Much too young to tell. (laughs) Why you keep lying to him? Is it true? Is it true?
0: That is comedian Michael Yo. We're going to post that up at B O B A N D S H E R I dot com. Click the menu tab, look for Everyone Needs a Laugh, and while you're there, If you're not already a Bob and Sherry newsletter subscriber, you are missing out on some fun stuff. We can go spam your inbox. We're just going to load you up with contests and content and photos and videos and things that we don't do on the show. At B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com, it's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag,
6: and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at com. um,
0: I get a magazine called Discover, and in the current issue, they had an article called How the Top 10 Favorite Thanksgiving Dishes Impact Your Health. And I was like, why God got do that?
3: Why? Why? Mm. I
0: think we all know that sweet potatoes covered in miniature marshmallows are not, you know, the best thing. And I think we all know what gravy is. Gravy didn't grow on a bush. Gravy's meat juice, right? I think... I think we know what a dinner roll is, Uh, and I'm also pretty sure that nobody really thinks that macaroni and cheese is health food. Can we have a day in this country where we can just eat food and not have to have all kinds of feelings about it? Oh, I feel so naughty. Oh, I shouldn't do this. Oh,
8: we're trying to take the word thanks. Thanks. Out of Thanksgiving.
0: It really? Nobody's are.
8: thankful for Brussels sprouts or to boiled. Nobody's thankful for that. It's good for you, but nobody's thankful.
0: We're it's thankful for what? good food. Yeah, it's not like every day of the week we go, I'll have mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, mac and cheese, and a dinner roll. No, no, we do it at Thanksgiving. A fatwa, I declare, on these articles about how your favorite Thanksgiving foods might not be great. They even said they even took a swipe at cranberry sauce, which is pure fiber and vitamin C. But then they went, "But you know, you did add sugar. Well, because if I don't, my face will seize up. It's so tart. Like you have to have some sugar in your cranberries."
8: I can't imagine what these people are telling children about Christmas. I mean, these are terrible Uh, people. They're terrible people. uh, Terrible.
0: Terrible. (laughs) what's next Halloween candy a little bit not great for you I mean come on (laughs) eat your Thanksgiving dinner Be thankful you have it ignore this nonsense tomorrow's another day ah it's Bob and Sherry
6: instant access to the podcast podcast fun size and more with the free Bob and Sherry app
0: Talk back time. You can call us on the phone at 844-52-SHERI or you can use the free Bob and Sherry app. You can download it in the Apple Store or Google Play and you can listen to the show and all of our podcasts, including Talking Lamar and True Weird Stuff. And if you tap the little cartoon microphone in the bottom of the screen and talk, the app will send your message straight to us.
6: Hi, Bob and Sherry. I heard you talking about gravy the other day, hating on it, and that is just sad. The gravy is the best thing of Thanksgiving. You can drizzle it on everything. It's so wonderful. Mm, I can't wait. And this is your friend uh, Tina from Wisconsin that ordered the KFC gravy all by itself through the drive through one. So don't be hating on gravy. It's pretty important. Also, I just heard about the toe fungus story, and yes... Uh, I do have a toe fungus story for you, Sherry. I just went to the doctor, and unfortunately, I need medication for 12 weeks to get rid of my toe fungus. It's absolutely disgusting, and I know you would appreciate that story. Love you guys. Bye. Crap,
9: I did it again. Too many martinis, and I'm telling people I have toe fungus. Oh, these confessions have to stop after martini drinking. Anyway, love your show. Bye. Okay, that Tina the from person? Wisconsin. Was that the same
0: yes. person? Yes, yeah. one in her house, one in her car. Tina, listen to me, girl. Bob hates gravy. Max makes great gravy. Lamar would put, Lamar would dip his own hand in gravy and eat the whole thing down to the wrist. I like gravy. It is Bob who's anti-gravy. You see what you do, Bob? You, you don't like pie, you don't like gravy, and now the whole show's getting canceled for being you know gravy what else? haters. You
5: know what else? I don't like toe fungus either, so what do you think about that? Add that to the gravy thing.
0: 12 weeks of medicine. You can see why that guy uh, duct taped
5: a clove of garlic to his foot, you know, because you don't,
0: who wants to take medicine
3: for
5: 12 weeks? I I think part of the gravy, the gravy thing with me is my father, because he would eat alone, you know, he just didn't want to be around us. So he had a little table uh, next to his (laughs) chair and my mother would cook- Some really (laughs) rare roast beef, which I, to this day, I can't stand to even look at it. And he'd like mashed potatoes with gravy. And every time it came, if he was in a good mood, he had all the mashed potatoes next to the rare roast beef. And he'd take his spoon and he'd push and he'd make an indentation and he'd get the gravy from a little bowl. And he'd say, it's a little well. And now I'll fill the well with gravy every single time. And if he had had a few before that, I mean, you could see it coming as soon as my mother was bringing it from the kitchen over to his chair. My brother and I would look at each other and go, it's a little well, and you'd have to wait (laughs) on it. It's a little well, and here comes the gravy. And of course, we have to react, even though we've heard it 75 times.
8: You got to go. Oh, oh, yeah, Dad, it's it's a little well. Yeah, See, I didn't have a I didn't have a whale. I had a swimming pool, and I would fill the (laughs) swimming pool with gravy, and then I would take my LeSueur English peas, because they're the only English pea that's worth eating. I would take some little LeSueur English peas, and I would drop them in like it was me and some friends swimming in the swimming pool.
2: Oh, I don't like that. (laughs)
8: Swimming in a swimming pool of gravy. Bob, 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 you've been swimming with me. We wasn't in gravy, but we've been swimming together. (laughs) We have. (laughs) Two little peas in a pool. We look good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you did. The sewer. Wouldn't you rather have this thing that he did over and over that was kind of whimsical rather than having a meth head father that was threatening you with a gun or a a, a drunken father who was passing
8: out into
2: the food like Lamar's father. Leon.
8: Leon, my father, Leon, could not make a swimming pool or a well of gravy because he would have drowned in both <laughs> when his face hit the plate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Would have been doing CPR.
5: Yeah, I need to count my blessings from my past. You're exactly right, man. Yo, yeah, yeah.
0: What are the odds <clears throat> that both Bob and I had a father who was so disinterested in being a father or any member of the family that he insisted on taking his meals alone at his own little table?
2: What, it's true. What
0: I is up with that?
5: It's one of the things that bound us, you know, from you're supposed to have it with a partnership with a boy girl show This supposed to be exact opposites. And that has never been the case with us. I think what's kept us together really after all these years, shared experiences and usually not bad, not good ones. I
8: was going to say shared tragedies.
5: Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right.
2: That's
8: right. That's why I started right, calling the show, because y'all sound like y'all's life was as messed up as Bob <laughs> That's probably true. It's Bob
5: and Sherry.
6: It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The podcast
0: podcast
6: on the free Bob and Sherry app.
0: Well, we're just a couple of days away from Thanksgiving, and we have a tradition here on the show that every year in the lead up to Thanksgiving, we all take a minute and think about Something, it could be one thing, it could be huge, it could be tiny, that we feel really thankful for at this moment. And it helps, I mean, it just helps keep us, you know, grounded and have some perspective because when the mics aren't on, boy, are we saying some things. <laughs> That are not in the spirit of gratitude. (laughs) If I'm being honest. So I would love to start with um, our newest full-time family member, Lamar. What is something that you're really grateful for right now?
8: Well, I am so ridiculously blessed in every possible way, but I would be lying if I did not say at this moment in time, after 25 years of dreaming about being a full-time member, The Bob and Sherry Show. That dream has finally been realized. And it it is awesome. It is awesome. And the kindness of this show has been so consistent for the entire time. And and I honestly, I cannot thank y'all enough. It's the most. Well, we are thrilled to have you here. I can't wait to wake up every morning. Thank y'all so much. I appreciate it.
5: It's good. You are Oh my
0: gosh, Lamar. I've never known a man that was excited to wake up to be with me. This is the best day ever. <laughs> we're so thankful yeah, for you. You have no idea. And yeah, so thankful that, and it was a combination of everything working together that made it even possible. And we're super yeah. thankful for that. How yes. about, how about you, Doc? What's something you're thankful for?
10: Um, I'm thankful for, you know, it's been a long couple of years with all the stuff that's happened with my grandparents and me being kind of responsible for, a lot of the business stuff and taking care of properties and stuff, and a lot of that is—it's gotten a big part of that has been wrapped up this year. And you know, those—it's—it's it's hours of driving, lugging tractors back and forth, riding mowers to keep keep things uh, kept up, and and dealing with lawyers and uh, you know, realtors and all this mm. stuff. And it's—it's it's just. It's just more responsibility than i could have ever imagined it would be but i'm kind of also grateful that my grandparents entrusted me to take care of all that stuff they, they believed that's that i could sweet. do it even though i had no no knowledge of it at the time yeah that's sweet. and i
0: know that's it's been sweet. a full 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 full-time job for you but luckily, we're so low maintenance stock that okay, it's all worked <laughs> out great.
10: <laughs> well, if you need me to come mow your your lawn, I, I'm I'm pretty good at that now. <laughs> <laughs> how,
0: how about how about you, Max? I it's been a difficult year. This has been a difficult year. For a a difficult year. How about and, you?
2: And after after all these years with the Bob and Sherry show, I'm I'm just so touched that you decided that you would start paying me a paycheck. That's. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Wait a minute. You're getting paid? Um,
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I am. I I am grateful for my Bob and Sherry family. It's the only family that's a little less dysfunctional than the family that I came from. (laughs) And it has been a difficult year. And I really have relied on all of you for that. And I thank you for your love and your patience. It really means the world to me.
0: we are a little family. We really are. People say that, but it really, is, it really is true here. How about you, Bob?
5: I am grateful for my wife, Mary, who has looked after me for so many years and is just such a fantastic inspiration to my life. I'm grateful for songs that I've had all my life and the artists who played them, who were like friends of mine. Some people I've known are out of my life now, but uh, John Fogarty's fortunate son will be with me forever. I'm, I, I'm thankful for Maine Lobstermen. I'm thankful for my family's health that my children have. I'm uh, thankful for Operation Smile, which uh, I contribute to, to fix uh, children who have uh, just terrible uh Problems physically, I am thankful for the Sopranos uh, reruns, which I still enjoy very, very much. And that's pretty much me. Mm. And 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 well, all of the paper. Uh, all of the people that I work with. It. Uh, it. Re- I'm not going to use the word family anymore. It's been used a lot, but I really appreciate hanging out with you guys, and it's a it's a wonderful part of my life.
0: I'm really thankful for all of the people who listen to the show and to the podcast and all of our podcasts and uh, because you're the reason that we get to all sit here and be together. But there's something else that I'm thankful for. I, my life, my kids are healthy. Things are good. Um, I've been working on my relationship with my mom for a long time. People who've listened for a long time know the story. It's I had a very abusive and violent upbringing and, I was estranged from my mom for 16 years, starting when I was 12. So I've had a lot of years to work on that and, you know, made a lot of progress. But last month, my brother and I went and visited her together, just the two of us. And that was the final piece in the healing puzzle for me. And it was for him too. We talked about it. And I'm so thankful to have peace in that area of my life. Because fam- real families, the family you come from, that's hard stuff sometimes. It and is. and you're, that's who you are, no matter how much distance you put between yourself and that. That's who you are. And making peace with that is the only right. way to have peace, right? Plus, it gave yep. me a chance to thank my big brother, who was more of a parent to me than a sibling. And I had a chance to look him in the face and thank him for taking care of me when I was a little girl because ain't nobody else in the room to do the job. So yeah, I'm very focused this um, Thanksgiving on how beautiful it is to have the family you come from have some peace and then the family that you create. So happy Thanksgiving everybody. And straight ahead, we're gonna get back to the usual Bob and Sherry business and tell you what exactly that bag of weird gross stuff is inside your, your turkey. We're going to break it down for you. It's, It's Bob and Sherry.
5: Can You Believe This is sponsored by The Crown on Netflix. Part one of The Crown's final season is now streaming. Part two premieres December 14th only on Netflix.
2: You read it once.
7: Don't believe
2: that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Cherry's. I believe this cannot
3: believe this
0: Let's talk about that little bag of stuff that's inside the turkey that you fish out <laughs> with a grossed out look on your face. And you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And you chuck it into the trash. That's mm-hmm. if you fish it out at all. The number of people every year that cook their turkey with that bag of stuff still in there because they didn't Are you know. Kidding?
5: Are I mean, you, if you kidding me?
0: No, and and no judgment, man, because you're know, like, if you're cooking a turkey for the first time, what yeah. do you know? No other meat And why would you, you want to buy? stick your hand up in there?
8: If you're a yeah. first-time turkey cooker, you know you're not... Like, well, that's true.
0: That's a first-time true. turkey cooker gets it out of the bag and puts it and like, ooh, 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 it's Ah, And they put it in the pan and then they sit it in the oven. Right. Um, There's a little thermometer embedded in there, which I recommend you pull out and throw away and use a real thermometer. But that bag of we call them giblets. It's the turkey's internal organs. And do not judge people that didn't know about the bag inside the turkey. Because when was the last time you brought home a pork chop that had its internal organs in a little bag riding shotgun? <laughs> Turkey's the only thing that that does that. Jimmets, maybe a chicken. Jimmets. Maybe a whole chicken what? sometimes. So why,
5: do, why is, don't they? Why don't they put a little heads up? You know, on the product. You know,
2: <laughs> do you think they'd read it if they did? And I think they do. <laughs> I believe that there's a lot of these turkeys have little recipe things. And evidently yeah, Bob yeah. has
8: never read those directions on there.
2: I have not. Um, yeah.
5: I've
8: yeah. never cooked
0: a
5: turkey. I've never cooked one.
0: See, so you would, be, you would be the guy that didn't know that you have to fish around. First of all, you should rinse it yeah. and do some, yeah. all sorts of good stuff inside the turkey yeah. and around I'm the skin idiot. and all. But anyway, right. mm-hmm. fish, that, <laughs> fish that little bag out. It's the, um, the heart, the liver, the the gizzard and the neck, and you can do all sorts of cool things with these. Um, like starting with, throw them in the roasting pan with the turkey and cook them, and then when it'll help, like season all of the pan juices that you can then turn around and make gravy with
5: gravy.
8: Yeah, yeah. A lot it of people work. eat the gizzard. A lot of people eat the gizzard.
0: <laughs> Isn't the gizzard like a? The the turkey's gallbladder is that what the gizzard is, Lamar? Max, I don't know what it is, but since I know you're a lot fact of people, checking I... us with the internet, will you please check? Yeah, and check see what, what the gizzard is? I
5: um, can't. I can't eat anything called a gizzard. I'm just,
2: uh, you know,
5: I'm just not going to. It's be, just I'm the not name. Be, yeah, part of it is the
2: name, but, but the
5: whole organ thing. I just don't <laughs> want this to. Is not going to
2: help, I, I, Bob? It's the part bread. of the. It's a part of the digest. It's a part of the digestive system, a muscular food grinding organ that helps the bird, such as a turkey, to digest seeds and insects, which makes yeah. it very tasty.
8: It uh, makes it very you tasty. Know,
5: I, I love you, man,
8: but I, I'm, you and I are not alike in every way. I can tell you that. I'm right not now. saying I eat the you, gizzard because my grandmother always got the gizzard. That was her deal. I want the gizzard. I want the gizzard. I want the gizzard. And nobody would take it, so I'm not sure what it tastes like. Just saying, a lot of do people. You, like do, it.
0: But you, but you cook with it, Lamar, right? Like I yeah, pulled yeah, them yeah. out and yeah. sautéed them with um, a little butter and olive oil and um, onions and garlic and sage, and then simmer it all down, and then pick all the meat off the neck. Which, yep. by the way, the phrase "pick all the meat off the neck." Is fully yes. a nightmare, and I. Neck has that. tender
8: meat though. It's, it's yeah. like the cheek. You know, cheek has oh, tender yeah. meat too. And always-
2: you got just some good neck meat. <laughs> they're low in fat and calories, making them lean and healthy. As an See? addition to your diet,
8: so would think your grandmother also the- get the neck meat? Would your grandmother get the neck meat and the uh, gizzard? My aunt. Oh, Aunt yeah. Elsie would get the neck. She would get. She always got oh, the neck, I and see. the grandmother got the got the gizzard.
2: So oh it gosh. says here that if turkeys had teeth, the gizzard basically does what teeth would do for the turkey if the turkey had teeth in the so digestive a to- system.
0: So, because a turkey is toothless, it needs to have a gizzard,
2: right? Yep. In order to take care of the seeds and some of that stuff. Oh, well, that's kind of interesting, actually.
0: Hey, did your? I don't want to did eat your, it. Did your grandma's uh, fight over the um, the turkey's butt, Lamar?
8: No. It has a, No, they let the butt go.
0: It hasn't. <laughs> they a, let the butt go.
8: That was no, for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give
5: Lamar. He's young. Give him the butt.
0: <laughs> they, they used to fight over it. Man, when I was a kid, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know that I want to grow up if this is all it is. They'd be in there chain smoking and drinking Sambuca and fighting over the cooked turkey butt, which is basically just literally like what it sounds like. It's this big lump of sort of fatty tissue on the tail end of the bird. And apparently my my grandmom would say, you don't know what's good. It's called the the Pigo style. And it's apparently it's a big lump of fatty meat. And inside Uh it is this gland that secretes oil and apparently it's supposed to be the best thing ever. And my grandma would go, You don't know what's
3: good
5: and
0: I'm like, Oh, I don't know. One of us try doesn't know at,
5: what's good. <laughs> try that at the Golden Corral. Yeah. Mm.
0: So we'll get this um we'll get this posted up. It has some really cool uh, recipe ideas and ways to use that bag of weirdness that's hiding inside your butterball.
10: It's Bob and Sherry. Don't miss Bob and Sherry's annual tree lighting on Thursday, December 14th at 7pm Eastern during Happy Hour. Join Bob, Sherry, Max, Lamar, Heather, and Doc for a Facebook Live event full of holiday cheer. Plus, we'll be giving five lucky winners a holiday gift box that includes surprises from Check Feather and Down Company, Deanna Bean Children's Books, and more. Tis the season to celebrate with your online family at Bob and Sherry's Tree Lighting Happy Hour, December 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page.
6: Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. I ran
8: across a couple of facts that actually go together. People may already know this. President George Bush was the first president to pardon a turkey. In 1989, the 41st president, he pardoned the first turkey, meaning that he assured the bird that it would never become somebody's dinner after noticing that the 50 pound bird looked a little antsy at the official Thanksgiving proclamation because he didn't want to go under the ax. So the president said, hey, I'm going to pardon him. And that's great. And since then, every president has upheld that tradition. And a few of the turkeys have gone on to serve a different purpose. Like in 2005 and 2009, the birds went to Disneyland and to Disney World Parks to participate in the parades. But before this ever happened, (laughs) President Calvin Coolidge was the first to pardon a raccoon in relation to Thanksgiving. In November 1926, President Calvin Coolidge was gifted a live raccoon, and it was intended for him to cook for Thanksgiving dinner. Well, he wasn't really super into the idea of eating a raccoon, so he decided to keep it as a pet instead because he and the First Lady were real big animal lovers. Uh, People gave them stuff all the time, including bears and lions and all kinds of stuff. So you got two different presidents doing a pardoning, one for a turkey, one for a raccoon. Wow. I get it. Silent and cow. I think both animals were happy both animals were happy about it yes yeah that's
0: wild that Bush was the first you never <laughs> yep. knew that did you yep I,
2: I didn't that for a long
8: I thought it happened every year all my life i did too yeah
0: i figured it went back to at least abraham lincoln right well
8: listen That's the do me a favor let's end this before max fact checks this thing and i'm wrong <laughs> i don't want to do that so,
7: <laughs> oh yeah let's hey, get out happy
8: happy thanksgiving this is bob and sherry now let's
2: open up the bob and sherry archive vault hey
0: hi
9: Kristen. hi who are you avoiding I'm avoiding a friend, a guy friend of mine right now.
3: Mm -hmm.
9: Um, Every time I talk to him, all it is is how awesome he is and how we should be. It's a constant thing on why we should be friends with benefits. And it's like, okay, at a certain point, when are you going to get the hint? Like, just drop it.
5: Wow. How does he say that he's so awesome and he should have uh, benefits?
9: Uh Oh, um, well, let's see. Uh
5: I mean, don't, is he referring to his prowess, his anatomy, or no? He's, he's talking a, about
9: himself in general. Like he's, that's that's a completely different thing. Like, of course, he thinks he's like the best. I guess, but um,
5: but like he's just no an, one, He's an awesome person.
9: Yeah, um, nobody. He, he's got it going on. He's the best looking thing. Um, he's just great.
5: How does um, he say he's the best looking thing? Because this is never, I can't draw upon any experience in this area at but all. But
0: maybe you could learn something here. from
5: Kristen's. Yeah. Book. You want yeah. me to try it,
9: Yeah, try oh, okay, it. He okay. hey, reminds me of Zoolander. Like, I'm really, really ridiculously good looking. Now, like, does, he say those,
5: does he say those exact words, though? Yeah. All right, you try that, Bob. You know, when I walk into a room, people's jaws drop. When they, get, when they look at this, they say, how does he have time to keep that going all day long?
9: <laughs> how does he do it? I mean, everybody should have confidence in themselves and yeah. stuff, but don't force it on people, you know?
5: If you're going to have a deal where you have friends with benefits, and, you know, I've pointed this out many times, I missed that whole... <laughs> that, that came after I, I was married, that friends oh, with benefits invention thing. Um and so I'm against it completely.
0: The closest Bob ever got to getting a benefit was dental.
5: Yeah. <laughs> that was that's it. right. And even then I had to pay on the spot and wait for the <laughs> refund. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean if if you don't naturally, I guess, fall into agreeing that you're going to have that type of a relationship, the, the selling of it. Is ridiculous.
2: Here's the thing, though. That guy is so confident somebody's going to be attracted to that. As icky as that sounds, somebody's going to be attracted to that. But he wants Kristen because they're friends. I mean, they're really friends.
5: And I Kristen's hot.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. We all
5: know yeah. that.
0: <laughs> you know what I like about Kristen? Doesn't even attempt Doesn't to argue. Like, argue it. Yeah. Kristen's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it is what it no, is. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, don't apologize for that. Own it, girl. Own that. Have- I mean, whatever. <laughs> you don't have to come around here being all false modesty. No, uh-uh. Now, you do have to have turkey at Thanksgiving because yeah. we find not eating turkey at yeah. Thanksgiving to be kind of weird, but no, no, you don't have sure. to be false modesty. We're, we're sure you're hey, very hot. At least hot. he gets ham. We eat steak on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Y'all don't eat turkey either? No. no it's it's just up with like hot like dogs, hamburgers, or steak. But where's
9: the turkey?
5: Where are we? Is this America? Are we still broadcasting in the United States of America? Where you people.
9: don't eat turkey either? Two
5: in a row? What's the
9: likelihood?
0: Why don't your people eat turkey, Kristen? Because it's really, really
9: ridiculously delicious. Why don't they eat it? <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. I have no idea. They need to get with it, though. Kristen, if
5: somebody gives me a hot dog on Thanksgiving?
9: Kristen,
0: I don't understand. Like, okay, I admit I'm nosy and I'm always asking questions, but. How can you have, as a tradition, no turkey at Thanksgiving and never ask why?
9: Oh, we ask why. If well, so-and-so doesn't eat turkey. So-and-so doesn't eat it. There's always too much leftover. That's the point. Thanksgiving leftovers. <laughs> it's a freaking sandwich. I look
5: to leftovers. So you have, like, hot dogs?
9: Yeah, we had hot dogs one year. No, 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 no. You oh, didn't have man. a hot dog.
5: Please don't email me today, folks, saying, Last Thanksgiving I had to eat my own shoe. And so the idea that you, Bob Lacey, the selfish and I bet you're not that good looking. The selfish SOB is making fun of hot dog eaters. I hate you, Bob Lacey. I hate you. Please don't do that, folks. I'm you know, I'm just I'm just a traditional American when you get down to it. I just want some turkey. It doesn't have to be a great big one. I like the the canned cranberry sauce where you see the little lines. Hot dogs are for cookouts in the summer, not what at Thanksgiving. For. Yeah. That's yeah. what they're for. And plus, it's it's like the ground-up nose of a pig or something.
2: That's not what the pilgrims celebrate. That's not the bounty of America.
5: Kristen, a ground-up pig's nose?
9: Did you at
2: least have turkey dogs?
9: Yeah. No. No. No, it
5: wasn't even beef. When did your people start hating our our, our country? <laughs> the
2: greatest country.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what's being avoided this morning is the subject we started much, on. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Oh, does it matter? Yeah, it is. That's right. When does that matter? Okay. All right, guys, sweetie. And one. hey,
5: don't give it up to that guy. Don't he doesn't dare? deserve He's you. He's
0: not worthy.
5: Because you're beautiful, aren't you?
0: I'm beautiful. And <laughs> you're smart and fun. <laughs> That's
2: right. That's Gosh right. darn it, people like her. That's yeah. right. Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry store. We know the holidays are coming. Don't wait to the last minute. Then you'll straight be bumming. Cooking with Cat's Cookbook package with a tacky apron. You can wear it anytime you're frying the bacon. The Bob and Sherry store, it's really the bomb. Find it open 24-7 at BobandSherry.com. The shipping is for free. Spend over $75. Come on down to the Bob and Sherry store. Give us a holler.
6: The Bob and Sherry website. The Oddcast. Contest info.
0: BobandSherry.com. We're just a couple of days away from Thanksgiving, and I thought this was interesting. Um, Huffington Post broke down America's favorite Thanksgiving pies by state. And I must tell you that I am astounded and astonished to report that Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, and Nebraska their favorite thanksgiving pie is the same as the favorite thanksgiving pie of Florida and that's key lime pie i would never think to have key lime pie it's kind of crazy yeah and and you know as many years as i spent as a kid out west we we didn't eat key lime pie for thanksgiving because we brought our traditions from back east pumpkin pie and yeah. apple pie um. Here's a, here's an interesting one. the The favorite pie for uh, Texas is pecan pie, but that makes sense, right? Because don't they grow a ton oh, of a ton of pecans I so. there?
8: I love pecan pie. Oh man, I do.
0: The favorite oh chocolate bourbon pecan pie. You know, I just <laughs> caught something about myself. A lot of the desserts that
2: I like include the word bourbon in there as <laughs> I might need to look at that. <laughs> Do you think that chocolate and the pecans is too much together? Should it be it's one very or the rich. other? But it's very yeah, rich. it just seems like it's a lot. Oh, a chocolate pecan pie. Mm-mm-mm.
8: But with the bourbon you'll be so drunk you don't care. So okay. Yeah, there you go. Sherry, have you ever heard of Japanese fruit pie, which is a turn on pecan pie? Oh, no. Tell me. It's hard for me to say pecan pie. I pick up pecans, but I eat pecan pie. But that's a whole nother story. Um, (laughs) It's got it's got uh, some coconut in it. It's got some raisins in it, but it's also got it's, it's loaded with pecans and it's it's very rich. I mean, it is rich. I mean, one slice of that with a cup of black coffee or some ice cold milk is that's one piece is all you can do. Very, very, And you're
0: rich. done. You're good to go. Yeah, but wow. it's
8: Very good. It's very
0: good. Well, this one, I think this one's going to surprise um, a lot of people in Tennessee, in North Carolina. The favorite Thanksgiving pie is buttermilk pie, which is actually good. I've made it and had it. It's delicious. Yeah. What's in but it? But I've, I mean, buttermilk, never...
2: obviously.
3: But <laughs> uh-huh.
0: it's like a, it's like a custard pie. Uh-huh. It's, it's got, it's got some tang to it. It's rich, and I, I just don't. I don't know anybody that's like, mm, Thanksgiving, having some of grandma's buttermilk pie. It's so old fashioned, yeah. though. Yeah, and it is yummy. Um, let's see. South Carolina and Georgia are big fans of sweet potato pie. Um, yeah. Maine Maine, and Rhode Island and Vermont and all those are into apple pie, which is not surprising. Yeah. Um, Pennsylvania is coconut pie.
8: That's surprising. Coconut pie. You thought it
0: was going to be pumpkin pie, right? Yeah. 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 I did too. California is pumpkin pie. Um, uh, Oregon is blackberry pie, which I think I get, you know, based on um, the, the kind of fruits. I mean, you can grow some beautiful berries in Oregon. Let's see. What's another one? Like Michigan, Wisconsin. Um, it's a toss between pumpkin pie and cream pie. I, I always think of pie? cream. That's what you throw in somebody's face if you're like a prop comic. Cream <laughs> <Yeah>. pie.
1: Have <laughs> you, but
0: have you ever had like coconut cream pie or banana cream? Yes, pie I've had coconut cream, lemon yeah, cream pie. I've had that.
8: Yeah.
0: yeah, it's like a big whipped cream custard kind of situation. Um, let's see, New Jersey. I thought this was interesting and kind of hard to believe that New Jersey is into sweet potato pie. Yeah. I would have associated that with, um,
8: yeah, the South. Uh, oh,
0: and, and the other yeah. thing that people in Oregon like is tamale pie, which seems like something savory and half of Pennsylvania is into shoe fly pie. Have you ever had shoe fly pie? What?
8: No, don't understand that. What is it?
0: So it's very, very, um, it, it's in, it's like a Pennsylvania Dutch Amish thing. Max, you've probably seen it. In that part of the state, like shoe fly pie is, you can get it at like the Reading Terminal Market. So it has molasses in it and um, it's super, super duper like rich and
2: um, nutmeg, cinnamon, brown sugar, buttery, butter, flour, mm. with
0: a buttery kind of streuselly crumb topping. Tell me that you wouldn't want to at least try some shoe yes. fly pie,
2: oh, yeah. but no you shoes or would. flies. <laughs>
8: yeah. They shoot call it fly. that. They call you it shoot that the flies the,
0: away. Yeah, because the flies are attracted to it. Um, and then for um, they also looked at like potato dishes by state, right? Mm-hmm. So in the Midwest, it's all about potatoes um, with cheese. Any kind of potato casserole that has some cheese in it. Mm-hmm. And then in in some of the northeastern states, it's potato candy, kind of like the Maine Needhams, right? A candy yeah, yeah that's potatoes. right. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. So if you um if your family has like key lime pie as your Thanksgiving tradition, shoot us a talk back on the Bob and Cherry app or give us a call at 844-52 SHERI. I'm gonna be curious to see how many real people follow along with this survey it's bob and sherry
6: sign up for our newsletter we never spam you never did get bob and sherry exclusives just go to bob and all right let's real quick go
0: around the room um and answer this question when you were a kid the house you grew up in had how many bedrooms how many bathrooms
2: max you first uh let me see it had four bedrooms and two bathrooms
0: Okay. Doc, how about you? How many bedrooms, how many bathrooms in the house you grew up in?
10: Three bedrooms, one bathroom.
8: One bathroom. Lamar?
10: Three bedrooms,
8: two bathrooms.
0: Um, We moved around a lot as a kid, but we mostly had three bedrooms, two bathrooms. And one of those bathrooms was a half bathroom. It didn't have a tub or a shower. Um, American homes have changed so dramatically just since 1980. Like... 65% 65% of homes now don't have a fireplace. That's up almost 50% since wow. 1980. That, one's, that one comes as a surprise. That I, surprises
8: that, me. People would yeah.
0: still
2: want it, and I think
0: it would be a selling point. I was so surprised by that. Um, now, this next one is not so surprising. Today, 97% of houses in America have air conditioning. That's up oh, yeah. 63% since 1980. That's a big jump since 1980. Like people were dancing around to, I don't know, Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran in houses without air conditioning. It wasn't all that long ago. And now almost every home has it. Um, having three bedrooms. I'm sorry, bathrooms. Having three bathrooms is a big jump since the late 1980s. When I was a kid, I didn't know anybody that had three or more bathrooms to do.
2: No. Uh-uh. No. no.
0: Like, if if I wanted to see something that had a lot of bathrooms in it, I went to school. I just never knew anybody <laughs> <laughs> that had, like, two bathrooms was like, yeah, y'all must be doing all right. And now bedrooms, almost half of every home being built today has a minimum of four bedrooms, which is up significantly yeah, from the 1980s. And now, like, I love looking at real estate listings and I follow... Uh, cheap old houses and cheap farmhouses and Zillow and Zillow gone wild on social. And it's like so common now to look at a house and it has four bedrooms and five bathrooms. Like every bedroom has its own. And then there's a half bath for guests as a kid. Would you not have thought if you went to someone's house and they had that many bathrooms, would you not have thought you were hanging out with millionaires.
8: Oh. <laughs> or I thought they might have had medical problems. I mean, that just <laughs> seemed like a lot.
0: The One of the bathrooms at my grandparents' house, it was, I mean, today, like what a time capsule. It, the, it was like all black and pink tile. Very, very, like, I guess, 50s max. Very mid-century, uh-huh. 1950s. Yeah, yeah.
8: That, 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 that in, was that tile board. It wasn't really tile. It looked like tile. Oh, and it was tile board, if you think about it.
0: it. When I think about it now, like when I was a little girl, I just thought, oh, the pink and black bathroom. Oh. I think about it now, and it's like, that's kind of like a bordello or something. I don't know what that was. <laughs> but like. at
2: the time, nobody says the emperor has no clothes. People look no. at it, and they think well, that's weird. But it seems like everybody's doing it, so it must be right. Yep.
0: Oh. It's, yep. it was dreamy though, but there was a weird, um, like, you know, when you're a kid and you go to your grandparents' house or even scarier, somebody else's grandparents' house, there would always be one or two weird things in the bathroom that you did not understand. <laughs> so like I used to go with my friend, uh, maybe fourth grade, we would go to her, uh, grandparents' house and they had, um, an empty blue metal Maxwell house coffee can on the floor in their bathroom between the sink and the toilet. And to this day, I'm not a hundred percent on what purpose that served.
8: Ashtray. Anyone?
0: Oh, oh that's possible.
2: Yeah, that is ashtray. Possible. That was an ashtray. Huh? Um, my parents used to always put a copy of the reader's digest in the bathroom. And as a kid, I didn't realize the meaning of the word digest. So I thought it had to do with digestion (laughs) and that it was designed to be in the bathroom and that everybody had the Reader's Digest in a bathroom.
8: I love Reader's Digest. I was a subscriber for many
3: years.
0: My former in-laws kept the Reader's Digest in their bathroom, and I am so thankful to them for that because that is how I discovered the magic of an article called I am
2: Joe's spleen. <laughs> <laughs> so every year, my parents would give me a subscription to the Reader's Digest. When I was working for the show, I was working for the show, right? And my mother wanted to know if I was reading it. So she would, on the monthly articles, all that, I'd get her on the phone. She goes, so what did you think about Joe's spleen in the current <laughs> Reader's Digest to see yeah. if I'm reading it?
0: You know what? Your mom... She was doing show prep, and we thank her. <laughs> thank
10: you, Frances. Thank you. Round
6: of applause. It's Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Sherry app. Um, the heiress to the Seagram's
0: liquor fortune, her name is Hannah, and she and her husband, Brendan, um, showed off their three-level New York City apartment on TikTok a few days ago and mm. i just want to say um if you were ever wondering hey could there be some money in the liquor business <laughs> the answer would be yes um they have magic windows so they're floor to ceiling like in their bedroom one whole wall of their bedroom is floor to ceiling windows which look out uh, over manhattan but if you push a button, the windows frost over for privacy. The windows in their apartment are all like that, like wow. magic, oh. magic windows. Um, they also have they have a, a coffee and cocktail bar set up in the living room because, of course, they do, and it's real, real nice. They also have a wall that's covered top to bottom in cashmere. Let me just let me offer Hannah and Brendan a tip, girl. Don't get a cat, okay?
3: <laughs> <Just>.
0: <laughs> they have um, in their in their walk-in closet. They have a sunglasses wall, and then a separate shoe closet because it's gross to have your sunglasses and your shoes. Oh,
8: sharing yeah, space. Who would do that? Who would do that? I would never. Yeah,
0: with your with your sweaters and t shirt. Um, and they they said they also did a couple of other things like uh, you know they added some new lighting and they did the magic windows because they enjoy natural light and they they just didn't they just didn't like that dark artificial lighting and I'm so happy for them and yeah. I'm so happy for them that looking at this apartment makes me want to crack open a bottle of Seagram's drain it. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Hannah, it's Bob and Sherry. Thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast, the odd and talking Lamar. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate and review and maybe share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening.